Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's Wild Wild Pest, the deep dive podcast about the South's most notorious outlaws. Palmetto Pete and his posse were the nastiest cockroaches you could ever fear to meet. Nope. Trespassing, loitering, scaring innocent folk when they turned on the light. No thanks. And that's not to mention all the diseases the germ-ridden no-good nicks were known to spread. Oh, no. Oh, yes. But fear not. Terminix was on the case with all the skills, experience, and tools needed to outdraw the outlaws. Learn more at TrustTerminix.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi. Hello and welcome to Boo Bays. Boo Bays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we're here to talk to you about a new take on a cult classic. Yes. New continuation of the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That being the Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. 2023. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Yeah, I saw this in the theater. Yes, um, we saw it together. We did. And it was, I mean... I'm Before watching. I had ever seen the original, <laughs> well, apparently. Because then like we the covered the original, original. Yeah, because yeah, then yeah. we covered the original, <clears throat> and I was like, "Yeah, this is definitely the first time I've seen this film." Um, but you know, it it carries on, so it's you don't necessarily they're not like the same storyline essentially, so you yeah. don't have to know. And and rewatching this one as there well, there were some nods to the original though. That oh yeah, I think I appreciated sure. more on the second watch. Oh, I because you because I had seen to the, the first one. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of it is directly from. You know, all those little, what are they called? Easter eggs? Easter eggs, yeah. But um, this one as well, I feel like they're, because they are trying to take it in a, in a more updated and newer direction. Um, they very, uh, at the beginning, whenever, you know, Danny's getting the book and stuff like that, and he's listening to the thing, it's very specific in mentioning that is one of the three volumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why this one looks different from the volume that we get from the original Evil Dead and how this one's here and that one's over there. And so, yeah, yeah. Evil Dead Rise. Makes sense. It does. Do you want to just jump right into it? Sure. Let's get going. We start out with one of the classic first-person POV shots. Yes, we do. Going through this swampy little area Mm -hmm. and to over a lake, and we figure out that it's we're following a drone. Which is really cool. Yeah. Because it's like... it's Bringing it into the 21st century. Yeah. I loved that kind of thread of like making those things tie in because it's like in the, you know original it's just like that's the evil spirits it's that let's you know and back then you're not thinking of that technology and then you have the drone doing it so yeah i really liked it yeah it was cool it was so simple but like had a big effect yeah um and then we are opened up to uh miss Teresa and caleb um cool i never got her name Teresa. yeah i just called her girl um i only got it because of one 
subtitle thing really quick. And but it was the only time I ever had Teresa dot dot. And then every other time it was just like girl for some reason. Weird. Yeah. Um, but we are opened up to them. They're at the lake on the dock and she is getting annoyed by him because he's, you know, trying to show off the drone that almost just kinda like hit her as it went by, whipped around her. Yeah. And um we she I'd be annoyed too if yeah, somebody flew a flying object With right propellers. by my face. Those are those can I mean obviously we see in a bit, but like real ones, like I feel like do they, they can kill cause you, right? Some damage, you? yeah. Okay. Definitely severely hurt you. I don't you. know what those propellers are made out of. Is yeah. it like plastic or is it like metal? You're spinning fast enough that I imagine it could cut uh, you, even if it was plastic. Because, you know, those little fans. I imagine fans. they wouldn't be metal. <clears throat> that would be dangerous. Dangerous, right? Because, you know, those fans, the little handheld ones, and you know, you always like lick yeah. your tongue and like put it on your face and stuff or your arm. Yeah. Um, but yes, she is obviously annoyed with him and she's asking about her cousin. She's asking about Jessica and how she's doing. And he's like, I gave her, he mentioned some medicine. Clonopin. Yeah. Clonopin. She'll, she'll sleep off whatever is wrong with her. So she, you know, rightly so is like going to go check up on her cousin in the cabin. And we see that Miss Jessica looks like she's taking a nap, but. Um, in a weird spot on the bed yeah she's just not covered curled up towards mm-hmm. the foot of the bed yes yeah looking and, pretty that's already just weird mm-hmm. and just, i don't know but sometimes i do that when i'm not feeling well you just like lay yeah. in the first well, place that mm, you can lay down but it already gives creepy vibes no, uh the the fetal position is very giveaway of like something's wrong yeah yeah because you're like yeah um but she's telling Teresa's asking her like hey like since your friends didn't show up and like i don't want to be here with your boyfriend can i just leave and her cousin jessica is not being too responsive so she just decides to kind of plop down next to her start to read a book yeah she's reading wuthering heights Mm -hmm. and as she's reading it all of a sudden she looks up and jessica's sitting like straight up in the bed yeah which was fucking creepy facing away from her Mm -hmm. so she can't see what her face is doing but she's just sitting straight up and then all of a sudden starts reciting line for line what she's reading in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's, of course, a creepier passage yeah. from Wuthering Heights saying, like, let me in, let me in. And talks about banging a small child's mm-hmm. head on the door or something like that. Have you read this book? Do you know what it is? I've never heard of it. Um, I don't read. Wuthering Heights. Yeah, it's a classic. Oh, OK. I haven't read it, though. OK. I just know a, of it. Is it a scary book or like a regular think book? I so. I oh, thought it was okay. a love book. Oh, okay. That I makes think. sense. I just didn't know anything about Maybe it. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Have For reference. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, she's re- obviously this is freaking out Teresa because she's like, what the fuck? And she's like just yelling at her to stop. She's tell- she yells at her to shut the fuck up, doesn't she? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And so. Because it's weird because her voice starts distorting too. Like a demonic position. Yeah. Yeah. Getting into lower pitches and stuff like that. And she's like, oh. I wish I could throw my voice like that. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. Cool party trick. It'd be cool for this podcast. It would. Yeah. Um. And so then she ends up just like as I thought it was the funniest way that she just like toppled over. Oh yeah, the way she falls off the bed cracked me up. I remember laughing like pretty <clears throat> hardcore in the theater whenever I yeah. saw it. I was just like, <laughs> just like a little pl- like a fish, like a little plop, bloop. but like with like a little way. Kind of slops off yeah, the bed. Yeah, it's so funny. But she ends up on the floor. Obviously, her f- cousin is like, what the fuck? Runs up to her. And she starts like seizing at the mouth, right? Or, or foaming at the mouth, sorry. Yeah. And kind of, you know, She throws convulsing. up. Throws up, yes. And she's like, her cousin's trying to like turn her head because she is seizing as well mm-hmm. and convulsing and trying to not have her choke on her own vomit yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then she goes still and she just 
all of a sudden then opens her eyes opens right? her eyes and mm-hmm. chokes out teresa mm-hmm. what's her name teresa teresa and then what does she say um she starts to like get her hair and and taint like twine it twing it in her fingers twirl it and uh something about like who's a or who's the brainless meat puppet now there we go and rips off her scalp yeah just scalps <gasps> her like <gasps> and it's pretty so visuals are all there yeah um it looks it's intense and honestly i would gross. never want that to happen to me no seems a Ouchie. bit painful yeah so poor Teresa just got her head fucking scalped and so then we cut to caleb is at the end of the dock and we get like once again that like you know pov shot going towards him and it's like kind of like slow and like waddling and it's we realize that it's fucking Teresa and she's walking towards him scalped and he's like what the fuck and then that's whenever we have um miss jessica coming out and she grabs the uh drone Mm -hmm. right and that's whenever she just like puts it up to her face and what does she say before she cuts her face she has a line. She has a lot of one-liners. She does, and then just cuts her face and, put, and falls cuts into her face the, with the drone. Yeah, and falls into the lake, and and it like chunks her body into the lake. Oh too, yeah, with some force. Yeah, for sure. The way that the drone, like the drone, was powerful enough to mm-hmm. kind of throw to her body. Eat her. Back. Yeah, and he, I guess, because I don't. Yeah. He goes in to save her. If he would have known, I don't know. But he just goes in to save her to like be like, oh shit, and uh, she ends up pulling him back down into the water after he pops up and then yanking his head off yeah. somehow. And it just ends up on the dock. And, and it was like not a clean decapitation oh, either. No, it, it was, was like, like all jagged and you could see like it like had part of like where his collarbone would be and yeah. stuff. And it was, it's pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, even his face is still moving and twitching Yeah, and she rises out of the water. And as she rises out, we get, Evil Dead Rise, rising above the t- tree line, mm-hmm. T line, and with line. the very like, uh, yeah, noise that they, the music that they play, yeah, it I was a good title card. Yeah, very good. And I like her it. right in the middle. Yeah, 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 and so it's very scenic, very picturesque, and I liked the way that it rose as she rose, and because it's called Evil Dead Rise, had the title card not risen, that would have been pretty dumb. Yeah. It was so they kinda, had to do it for the name and and playing uh, you know homage to all of the stuff that happened you know it happened in the cabin and in the woodsy areas in the first one and kind of tying that into intro into this which we find out is in a whole different setting yeah yeah this one takes place inside of a I didn't realize it was a Los Los Angeles <laughs> it was they were in Los Angeles yeah yeah L A Los Angeles uh, mm-hmm. apartment complex it gave New York oh yeah I can see that yeah yeah yeah. But very New York. Vibes. But she did say I came here right from LAX. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I was like, and, oh, and there's a bunch of there's a couple other different references. Um, and then that father, Marcus, whatever says is like the city of and lost angels or something like yeah. that. He does. Yeah. That. The city of angels. Yeah. Um, but it all just reminds me of fucking Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we end up opening with our, I guess, our main character. I feel she's main character. Yeah, uh, she's our final Beth. girl. Yeah, our final for girl sure. for sure. Two of one of two. One of two. And um, she is in a restroom stall, kind of maybe going through a big scare in a woman's life who maybe isn't wanting or expecting a pregnancy because she's taking this pregnancy test and she's already looking like oh man real uncertain about it yeah and Mm -hmm. freaking out as yeah any woman would 
especially mm-hmm. if someone not who's not expecting it or it. planning yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she is getting knocked on the door by one of her employees, you know, trying to get more information, trying to ask her when she's going to come out, asking some questions that she's like, I already ta- told you about that like an hour ago. And so he's like, oh, you okay? And she's like, I'm good. Let me just let me finish my business, please. Mm-hmm. And get also, the heck out. Yeah. And also, if someone's in the restroom, like, well, leave me alone. Yeah. Like five I'm not minutes. Wanting to have a conversation. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, we we then very much cut to it's raining. We got out of get out of cab, and she is at the building that we're going to be at for the next entirety of the movie. Yep. Um, I wish I had a name for it, but the building itself is like such a strong character, um, in the film as well. It's a dope building. It is. It really is. And then it's really cool. The amount of time that we spent in it. It's an old building. And the character that it has because of that. Yeah. Um, so she is there walking uh into the building. She is um going up and we get cut to our, uh, an artist at a table and she is making a tattoo gun or yeah she's fixing it fixing her doing something with her tattoo gun Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um this is how we slowly get introduced to the whole family and get all of their names um and so basically we find out i've caught ellie's name from the subtitles here Mm -hmm. yeah and then i get it later whenever beth like calls her ellie because obviously all the kids call her mom yeah so it was mom or ellie um and then we get cassie coming up to her and basically saying that she not Cassie I'm sorry Bridget Mm -hmm. coming up to her and saying like hey where's my black t-shirt my favorite black t-shirt I want to wear it for the protest tomorrow or something yeah and then you get like some traditional mom and daughter banter you're not gonna go to that by yourself yeah someone's dad's gonna take me I told you yeah and Mm -hmm. then all that stuff and then she yells at her and like tell Danny to turn the music down so we get Danny's name and introduced to Danny who likes turntables Mm -hmm. and being like a little DJ yeah of sorts practicing his skills um and then we also get a quick cut to miss cassie who is cutting a doll's head off yeah scissors and then we have mom yelling at her like you better not, not have, have my, my scissors. scissors in which case she hides them under the couch which comes into play later mm-hmm. a lot of foreshadowing in this beginning parts yeah um and then we have um <clears throat> excuse me the the kids um all kind of doing their own thing and then we have She's creating Staphne, isn't she? Yeah. Miss Cassie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bridget and uh, Cassie start like kind of fighting and That's they right. accidentally break Staphne, creating a nice um, sharp pointed edge for Staphne to oh, use yeah. later. Because she had the mop on her head. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so now Staphne's got a nice jagged pointed edge mm-hmm. to to kill and then it's like whenever bridget looks at her and she's like okay does she think her little sister's about to kill her but she runs into you know danny's room closes the door and he's kind of like you know air he's playing to his crowd to his fake crowd imaginary crowd in his head i love how he's like turns around and he's like get, get out. out yeah <laughs> um and so she's like i would but and then they pull in cassie they have a little taking fight you can see that these remi- nope. reminds you of your family no it oh. reminds me of the scene in hot rod I've never, seen, never Hot seen Hot Rod. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's this one scene where the younger brother is um, performing like karaoke to oh, okay. stuffed animals. Yeah. And and then, oh, wait, no, that wasn't that scene. There's another scene where Rod's doing something in his room. And then the younger brother walks in and he like yells at him, get out. Because he's so it's embarrassed so of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. It reminded me of that. Mm. Got to tie it back to my favorite movie. And so... 
Well, you, you always got to have a hot rod reference. Yeah. Anyways, they're in there and they open the door. They let Cassie in and then we see that they've got a nice sweet little bond going. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, play tickling her and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, they're just all laughing, having a good time. You can tell that this family cares about each other. And yeah. I think that's what they're really sweet trying to, to build up. They did a really great job of like introducing and setting the scene and the character, like who each of these people were Mm -hmm. in like five minutes. Very much so. They did a really good job of that. They make us care about them very immediately. Yeah. And we're going to take a break. It is 12 o'clock for us here. I don't know what that means for 15 minutes in. About 15. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we're about 15 minutes in on our marker. Um, So taking a break. Eat you a donut hole, maybe. Do you want to eat lunch with me after this? Um, I well, I have to go to Molly. I have work to do, oh. unfortunately. I was planning to go this morning, but I was doing homework this morning, and it took me way longer than I thought it was going to take me. So I have to go do some work after this, and then I have to go to H E B. Um, but then I might be free around. Two thirty-three, but that's when you have to go to work, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna come back in now. Okay. Um. Well, basically, now Beth is at the door. That's right. They did a great job of introducing everyone to Mm -hmm. us. Beth is here, and so now we've got the whole family all together. Beth is Ellie's sister, Mm -hmm. and um. They're kind of sitting down, talking. Around the table about like Bangkok and her trip. And uh, she's got gifts for them. Mm-hmm. You can tell that um, she they that she's like that aunt, that fun aunt that like comes and goes. And like, oh, we don't know when she's going to show up. Oh, what she's got for us. She's, she's got stories to tell. She's a traveler. Yeah. And so we have them kind of talking. We have um, uh, Staphne getting introduced by Miss Cassie to Beth, then her telling her that she'll protect the family and she'll protect them if anything goes wrong. Um, and then that's whenever we have um, because there was like an old ghost in the building, oh, that's pay, right. supposedly, and we hear that it was a ghost um, of one of the old people who worked in the bank Mm -hmm. and so if he ever hears coins jiggling in your pocket he'll come get you but it's very important to know that this building used to be a bank built on top of it yeah Yeah. and um then we have um them someone calling her a groupie one of the kids right Uh, or is it mom the mom says like don't get her involved in your groupie antics that's right then cassie goes what's a groupie and she's like, what your mom calls me, but I am not a groupie. I'm a guitar technician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she basically goes around like with like, you know, on tour, on road, on the road with bands or maybe seeing solo musicians to like fix their equipment and always be on staff like a guitar doctor. basically. Yeah. Because yeah, they're always going to need one. Um, and so. Guitars break rather easily. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then like being in different cities and all that, you can't always find one so you just got to have one on hand on hand yeah yeah, exactly but she pulls out a present for the dad which she had already kind of made a comment about jay Mm -hmm. and the mom kind of brushed it off off. and then she pulls out this present and was like look what i got for your dad and then all the kids are like yikes and she's like what's going on guys and then mom's like danny take my car and go get pizza take the girls go get pizza so the all three kids leave so the adults can basically talk Mm-hmm. Um, and they're talking through basically Ellie's explaining 
you know, that Jay decided to leave and is not paying child support because he believes that's co-parenting from afar, which Mm -hmm. is bullshit. Mm -hmm. You're also legally bound to pay child support, but um, whatever. And unless I guess they weren't legally married then in which but if he's the no father, they were married i feel because they were talking about well i don't know if he if he actually fathered I them works. i believe he's required yeah so it'll eventually catch up to him mm-hmm. um i mean granted most of the kids die so mm-hmm. r.i.p <laughs> he's out of that one yep well, he only also, has to pay for gassy well, now i don't know how that works because like all of this seems so hard to explain as well because mm-hmm. it's like yeah, like at the end, that's one of my notes too. I'm just like, how are we, how does this get explained? Yeah, like by Beth, like how how and a that's gonna look like she just went crazy and, and killed everybody. Them in a meat grinder, yeah, everybody. Tree wood chipper, and not thing. just that, even all the bodies upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The neighbors. Yeah. They're all up there, and then they're not normal wounds either. No, very they're like eyeballs. People did it. Bit out. Someone it was yeah very murder. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It is. They're gonna have to set the whole building on fire. Part yeah, two, basically. Um, and so yes, we have <clears throat> her and Beth talking about the separation, about all of this stuff, and then Beth is like, "You should have called me. You should have let me know. I would have been here." And Ellie's like, "Bitch, I did. Like, I called not you like twice. That. Yeah, actually, the day that he told me he wanted to be away from me or separate or something, and the day that he left. Yeah, and she's like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then Ellie's just basically like shutting down the conversation because she's just like, kind of like, you know what? I'm annoyed now, so I've got to pack and I've got to move because this building, as we, I think she mentioned earlier, is condemned, and we have only a month to get out. Yep, exactly. And she's probably super hella stressed because she also said they haven't found a place to live yet. So mom's under a lot of pressure, which is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you have three kids. Yeah, to to take care of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and be provider. That's not bad. Not deal with. But, but yeah, <laughs> to take care of. Yes. Well, I don't know. Eventually, she's like, I'm free of you titty suckers. Yeah. Or something like titty that. Titty sucking parasites. Yeah. So she, the mom has so many good one liners in this. She really film. does. And um, we do have then the kids coming back uh, with some pizza. They show up to it the building. It looked like good pizza, too. It did, did, didn't it? But such a shame because we pull up to the building. We get introduced to a gate that... Um, doesn't come up that easy so that's foreshadowing for something later mm-hmm. and we are in the parking garage while mom and beth are kind of having a heart-to-heart moment as she's trying to play the voicemails and then they're in the restroom kind of chatting and um kind of and she's about to <clears throat> tell her yeah. that she's pregnant, pregnant yes but doesn't quite get the words out because we're interrupted by an earthquake an earthquake yeah 5.5 magnitude earthquake mm-hmm. as we find out later um so pretty i don't really know much about earthquakes but that's pretty big yeah i would assume so and because it, it literally creates a giant like fissure mm-hmm. this ground breaks yeah. cracks and, and the, then creates a rather small hole mm-hmm. actually enough for a human boy to get through <clears throat> yep enough for danny to get into yeah and that's exactly what he does danny follows the little cracks in the ground till he gets to a hole and he's like hey look guys i found a hole yeah literally and he's like there's stuff I'm- down here and just bloop, slips on down which is so dangerous because the building could have been so un you know what in that moment yeah because there are aftershocks and they shouldn't have done that. And I would love to say that I would think about that too. But yeah, but I wouldn't. I would, I, go, I right would in. go into the hole. Yeah. It seems kind of like, oh, cool. Like there's stuff down here. Yeah. But 
you're right oh man see i didn't even think about that until you just mentioned that there is there there could be aftershocks and so then that thing could well and that's what bridget even yells at him she's like Um, there could be after effects like aftershocks like mm, don't go down there and he's mm -hmm. just like nope i'm just gonna bloop the loop he's an explorer down he's like dora or diego and so that's whenever he could be dora he could be both yeah and so that's whenever danny's down there and it's like uh looks very like the the old vault and bank the old vault to the bank sorry with all those little drawers and stuff and yeah, then, like a big like vault with the lock boxes that's and, what they're called yeah and then yeah the big actual what you think of as a bank vault that yeah, big, when they've got like the bars and like that big old spinning little spinny round wheel thing, thing door that opens opener. it why got all the cogs yeah and stuff why can't i think of the name for that a, a handle? handle it's basically a handle it looks like a fancy like a ship wheel though yeah there you go and so like one of those biggins he gets in there a biggins and biggins, the biggins he gets biggins. in there and we are looking at uh just basically he pulls this box and he opens it up and it just happens to have like these old uh, vinyl records in it and um pictures of priests mm-hmm. that are holding this book and then he ends up as and as he's looking at all that stuff um he kind of hears some noises and then he turns around and this like big old crucified jesus falls on him piece just like falls right on him and he i really wish he would have gone jesus right <laughs> that would have been that would have funny. been funny it would have fell in line with the movie's yeah. kind of sense of humor as well and so then he um gets out from under that but he notices that it's like adjacent to another room that has like all these little crosses rosaries right hanging mm-hmm. down with crosses on them and then it ends up being essentially a tomb because there is this big old uh what are those called a tomb the, yeah but like the the box big mm-hmm. old, like a with the sarco- like a coffin sarcophagus yeah above um, the ground and as if we were in like a mausoleum yeah and uh we the little uh box stone thing cracks on the side and you can see that there's a little hole there and so and at the same time we're hearing like these noises that he's hearing um, that kind of give, you know, Evil Dead that tie in with the book. Um, and he reaches in and he pulls out something from there. And we see that it is wrapped up in this like sheet. Like a little shroud. Yeah, shroud. And he sees it's moving underneath. And so he opens it up and all these bugs just start flying around him. Yeah. And this. Yes. Very gross, and they, they go away very quickly. But then he realizes that it's a book and it looks very like like skin veiny mm-hmm. and it has like the little binding of like the little it reminds me of the book from harry potter okay no uh, well from hocus pocus hocus pocus okay is yeah what i was gonna say mm-hmm. yeah there... especially with the like teeth yeah and stuff yeah. and yeah harry potter as well mm-hmm. do you know which one i'm talking about mm-hmm. that one that he gets attacked by in like the third one or yeah fourth one yeah mm-hmm. um and so we end up he's at this this whole time as well his you know bridget's like yelling for him trying to get him to come back out um and then that's whenever we do have um ellie upstairs back with the neighbors and she is trying to get a hold of someone's cell phone because oh no 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 she's just trying to get a hold of gabe because she needs his car because yeah. her why why can't trying she... to get a hold of anyone who has a car because she's trying oh, to call duh. their cell phones but because there's the no kids, service because the kids took her car to get the pizza that's yeah right. she didn't know and they so didn't know can't... that they were down there yeah yeah because she has no clue that they're there mm-hmm. and she's thinking oh my god it's taking a long time for them to get back what mm-hmm. is happening mm-hmm. like something happened to them while they were out in the earthquake yeah Yeah. and um so she ends up uh getting 
Gabriel, the neighbor, comes out and is like, you know what? I'll drive you, um, the hot neighbor. And so <laughs> that's whenever we also have um, Beth getting introduced to the older neighbor. And he's like, oh, you're the groupie. And she's like, and she looks to Ellie. And mm-hmm. I love how Ellie's like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> and then just in the nick of time, the kids show up on the elevator and we get a whole little moment where she's like, oh, I love you kids more than pizza. Because Cassie's like, we dropped the pizza. Bridget dropped the pizza. Yeah. Um, and so we're... Honestly, the pizza still looked fine. It they did. She could have brought it up. Brought it up anyway. I would have ate it like it. that. It's like with the Just, with you the know, spoon. get a little spoon, take it off the top of the pizza box. It might taste a little bit like cardboard, but that's fine. You know, I had pizza yesterday. And it tasted like cardboard? And it tasted so good. No. and oh. I Where's it from? I, pizza Hut. And oh. I would literally eat it. I would eat pizza again today. I was just uh, thinking of going to get pizza for lunch. Yeah. I was going to go to Union pizza. Hall across the street. Oh, it's so good. Or across the way and get some of their pizza. Oh, I have time. I can go with you. Okay. And then I'll, I'll go do the work. Okay. Yeah. Tell Molly's they can wait. You can, well, yeah, I can. Only, I, I, I just, ate my burrito for um, dinner yesterday. Oh, yeah. You did eat it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh, because I gave it to you Saturday, right? Yesterday yeah. was Sunday. My whole days are mixed up because of... Anyways. I ended up not really eating dinner that Saturday. Day. Got it. And then Sunday, I woke up, ate some yogurt, and then immediately passed back out. Mm. And then was like, I feel like death. I need to and eat something. And then I finally ate later in the day. Yeah. And ate the burrito. Well, good. I'm glad you ate it. It was delicious. It was made with love. Always go to Molly's, y'all. Um, but yeah. Then basically the kids are up in the room and... Mm-hmm. uh. Danny's kind of showing Bridget all the shit that he found. Yep. And Bridget is like, Bridget calls it right away. She was like, weird shit like this, like gets locked away for a reason. Exactly. We don't, we don't mess with this kind of stuff. She was like, put it back tonight. And And he was like, mom's not going to let us out. And so she says, well, then first thing in the morning, unfortunately, first thing in the morning's too late. A little too late. Yes. And I mean, I, I can see his intentions where he was like, we can sell this. And, you know, he's he's he was trying to look out for his family and for his mom. And like, we really need the money. Yeah. But um, also have some discernment and some good judgment. Because, boy, that book looked evil. It did. Like, even if you were to sell it. like The not, fact that it had like little teeth for. The fact that bugs came and like surrounded yeah. you. And then there were crosses. And We've seen teeth. the mummy. And yeah, yeah, right. I know he and this child looked like he liked alternative things and probably liked horror movies. I'm yeah. like, you know better. Come you on, know now. better than this kiddo. But anyways, um, unfortunately, we learn the things the hard way in life, don't we? And so all that is going on at the same time. Ellie's, you know, trying to clean up around the house and do all these things. Um, and so uh, after it had like pricked his blood and absorbed it and they're looking at the pictures. Yeah, because he like tried to open it from what would be the latch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just fucking teeth. Yep. It sliced his finger open and blood got on the book. And I mean, I would have also been like, ew. The yeah. moment that book like absorbed it, yeah, because it wasn't normally. It, it was very visual. Sit there, but it went like right into it. Yeah, very smart house. So and, I was like, ah. And so that's whenever we cut to at the same. At, you know, so uh, Bridget told him her her two cents. She ends up leaving, but of course he immediately goes back and starts reading and looking into it. Um, and at the same time, we cut to Miss Beth and Cassie in the tub. She's gonna get in, take a little bath. 
Um, Cassie's in her full bathing suit because she's like, I got stung at the beach and I don't want to get stung in the bathtub. Need to see under the water, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And which is, you know, very. I get it because when Child. I would go swimming in my pool, I would be afraid if I was under the water too long with my eyes closed, I would get eaten by a shark. Yeah, I used to be afraid sharks would come get me in the and, pool too. And it's a pool. Like, what are they doing there? Yeah, they could. Literally impossible. Can't. <laughs> Li- impossible. It would die. Yeah, <laughs> with like not being in its with environment. With all this chlorine literally and so for some reason though i had that irrational fear that like no like someone could like drop it in mm-hmm. and i wouldn't know i mean it wouldn't probably wouldn't die fast enough it'd probably right? be able to eat you and it thrashed me and it's freaking out mm-hmm. it'd kill me uh, anyways and so we're t- <laughs> we're doing the bath and then that's whenever um danny starts to play the records the vinyl records that came along with the whole set of these of this book and that's whenever we start to kind of get the background of what he's has and so we have a priest getting heard on the little table turner that he has and it's saying you know um and i love how he's just playing it out loud as well not even on headphones so like this is for everybody to hear yeah i was um, like how is no one like peeking into his room being like, like what, what the fuck are the you listening fuck to is that yeah this sounds demonic because it's very much like a clergy of of people of priests they're all coming together and it's father marcus and he's talking to them and he's saying i have found what you know this you know um holy book and text One not holy three fabled um, volumes of the natorum de monta the AKA book of the dead the book of the dead yeah it's made of flesh inked and blood and he was trying to get approval by all of them in the church to translate it to find out more and to connect more with i guess the other side with spirits and obviously and all you hear are people in the background saying like no "No, boo tomato tomato um burn (laughs) it this is uh heresy this is um you know that's a demonic book we need to get rid of it and so then we have him pulling out other records and after also as well after hearing that one, maybe you'd think like, okay, I got it. Don't maybe not maybe don't fuck with, with this. this. But then he gets the other records and He's starts like, playing I need them. To hear it. And so that's whenever we hear Father Marcus explaining that you know he has been shunned basically by the church for wanting to translate this and learn more into it. And him and two other priests took it upon themselves to uh, explore, to unleash its whatever. And so he starts to recite the. First uh, of the spiritual resurrection passages. And I mean, and we figure out that it's also two from January 24th, 1923. So mm-hmm. this is, it's been a hot second since yeah. this has been unearthed. A hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that's whenever um, the spell or incantation starts getting recited and immediately Danny tries or wants to like stop it. When did but this come out? Was it in January? Did we go see it in January? I don't remember honestly, but I feel like cool. it had to because... It's been a minute since it's been out. I thought it came out in... I think it came out in March, though. Yeah, March sounds more right. I feel like it came out in March. Missed opportunity. It's April. Yeah, it came out in April. April. Yeah. Damn. That feels like such a long time ago. Right? It really does. <laughs> um, and so he's trying to stop it, but it, the it's the spirit's evil has taken over, and so like he can't... It won't let him. It like sparks at him whenever he tries to stop it. I think he even tries to pull the plug and it just keeps going. Um, but the incantation starts to get recited. And that's whenever we do see as Ellie has left and she's getting into the record and to the elevator and wanting to go down. She um, looks at the stairs. Yeah, she does. Doesn't because she? she had just told the kids don't to take never the stairs take, to never take the elevator after an that's earthquake. Right. Yeah. And um, she does that exact same thing. Then she does it herself. And what happens? The elevator 
like it goes all the way down and it opens but that's whenever the evil dead or whatever in. comes into it and then just blasts her into back into the elevator all the way back up to the to the whatever floor the, they're whatever on floor this had to be a really tall building as as well because didn't they say like you have to go through like 80 something 82 82 or something like that room number oh, okay so maybe they're on the eighth floor oh, okay got it not me thinking this place had like 80 something floors. Oh, no, I think it it looked like it was definitely but at was least t- like 20, 20 story stories building like this building. Yeah. Ooh. I know. The, that elevator goes up really fast. Yeah. As well. Whenever I was watching this, I was like, God damn it. What is it with the past two movies, movies and elevators yep. and us having to go immediately get into a giant, elevator. really tall elevator right after this. And the old spooky building. Let's take the stairs after this. Okay. We'd get stopped by security. They'd be like, what are you doing? On this floor. <laughs> and we're like, we just want to take the stairs. We're scared of the elevator. Um, and so anyways, we do have um, her getting attacked in the fucking elevator. Well, kind of not at first, but like, because at first it's invisible. So she's like, what's going on? Because then like, you know, she's getting like kind of thrown around after, you know, being how after, I mean, the elevator have gone all the way up. I mean, that was pretty weird and supernatural in itself. Yeah. But c- because she like gets she was, up like, and she's to the, to the floor. Yeah. At first, right? And, and then like she gets she's up, stuck she's to the walls herself, and stuff too. She, yeah, because she's getting pinned up by the evil spirits. Yeah, the, and force. the force. Um, the force. The force. The force. <laughs> Literally, um, it's the Sith. And so she ends up having the cables from the elevator like wrap around her and pull her up. It very and it's much a very paying homage of the tree of the original Evil Dead, and um, just kind of all around getting fucked. Uh, by not the literally. evil spirits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first. Like movie. the first one. Yeah. Um. And, um, it's it's pretty. I love brutal, how at though. one point they're like all growling and the like noises are all happening and she just yells, "Shut the fuck up!" Mm-hmm. And then all of it stops and it gets quiet. It listens to her for a second and then it's like, like nah. That's when it goes ham on her. Yeah. And ends up like destroying her. <clears throat> and so, um, after all this is happening, we have a blackout, total mm. blackout of the building. And yeah. so we have the the kids and Beth inside and they're like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And so Bridget checks and it's just them. So they're and Only Beth is in like, their building. Beth is like, "Ugh, of course." Like, what the fuck? And so um that's whenever Beth and Cassie go looking for mom, but she's not in her bed. And they're kind of all just kind of looking around and it's a matter of seconds mom actually walks in and they see her walk in but she doesn't look all okay and then yeah she looks like just the way she's standing was yeah, creepy the stance i was like uh no mm-hmm. no thank you and she ends up going to the kitchen and yep. that's whenever mom starts to like want to cook breakfast i guess evil yeah. mom she and- starts cracking eggs in a pan which first off why were these eggs not refrigerated yeah can you just leave eggs out no you can't okay Mm-mm. i didn't think so but they were just sitting there on the countertop. Mm-hmm. So that was weird. Um, but she starts breaking the eggs in the pan, like shells and all, not mm-hmm. like properly breaking them. She's and just some of like them had blood. chunking them and probably her blood too. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because yeah. she was all bloodied up. That's true. Um, and then she basically says, I had the most wonderful dream. Mm-hmm. 
um i had a dream you know that we were all in a tall like forest kind of thing yeah and it was just such a beautiful day and all i could think about was how i wanted to cut you open so i could crawl inside your bodies and be with you forever kind of thing it's kind of beautiful it was yeah it's just like, wanting to be with someone so much that you need to be inside of them i want to wear you wear like, them a skin like a skin, skin suit. suit yep mm-hmm. and mm. so they're like okay um that's weird and so that's whenever um they're like are you okay and they t- she turns around and she starts like walking weird towards them right yeah she kind of like crawls <clears throat> on the ground in one of those weird creepy ways yeah you that know I, where the elbow's like leading yeah and it's like like a like a demon would i guess demon walk yeah and so they're like okay and she's talking really evilly and like, she says it's evil, in like, me mm-hmm. and then ends up vomiting like this white so visceral much. stuff all over the floor and they're like oh my god and then she just like kinda, way more than a body could humanly hold yeah. up liquid and then for like a quick moment, the humanity kind of comes back to her face and she looks at Beth and she's like, don't let it take my babies. Yeah. And there's a, a dango took my baby. A dango took my baby. And she ends up just falling to the ground. Um, And so mom's kind in of knocked out. Yeah. in the Whoa. puke, which is gross. Yeah. Um, And so unfortunately, they're like, oh, my God. And so they end up trying to take her out and get her to like, you know, I guess they're going to try to get her to the hospital or something. So they try to get her to the to the to the stairs. But the stairs are gone. Or to the elevator, I think, at first. But then they see that the elevator's fucked up. Yeah, mom the just elevator's, got, like, like, just literally opening. The doors are opening and closing. closing. Mm-hmm. It just, it looks rough. Oh, yeah, because mom just got attacked uh, in there by the demon yeah. cables. And so um, the stairs are completely gone, unfortunately. I don't know if that was because of the earthquake i'm assuming right yeah, yeah. It had to be and then that must be why the building's condemned because p- clearly it's not structural structurally yeah. sound or we're like because when mom looked at it earlier the stairs weren't weren't broken apart well she didn't look all the in. way in right okay. yeah we just got a shot of her stopping in front of the exit but, sign mm-hmm. and then she walks past okay that's what i was trying to i was like i don't remember so i because uh yeah i got it i got it but I, I feel like the evil had a part of that too somehow. Trapped him in. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Um, and so. I feel because like the, the elevator had to do with the earthquake in general. Right. And because the way that it, it was wanting to be found. I feel like that. I feel like it had a was part of an well. evil force that did the earthquake. Hmm. It's all connected. It's all in the same universe. And so that's whenever we have them trying to leave and they can't essentially because the stairs are broken, the elevator's broken. And then we have, um, uh, I think that's essentially when they're just like, fuck, because we look at her laying on the ground and she looks pretty dead. So we yeah. just have them in the bedroom and she's talking to, you know, Gabe and the older neighbor about like, you know, one minute we were talking about this and the next minute she's she's dead. And she looks like she's decayed like a whole full life cycle of oh, decaying yeah. Yeah. in a matter well, of even, minutes. Uh, she the, looks bad. Even the older neighbor, um, he's like, she, it looks like someone beat her the fuck up. Yeah. Like, it looks like someone beat her up. Like, why does she look like that? And then Gabe is like trying to close her eyes, but they won't close. And then <laughs> he's like, funny. can I pray? And she's like, she wasn't religious, but you know, whatever. You can. He's like, it's only a few words. Let me Uh say it. So they all join hands and they pray over her body. And then they're basically saying, like, we need to go find help and get someone up here to, like, deal with this situation. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, like, but how can we get down? And then Gabe was like, you know, there's an old fire escape. We could Mm -hmm. go down the fire escape. And that's when they say you'd have to get through room 82. Yeah. And he's like, um, oh, that's the uninhabited, um, uninhabited 
late what's it called mm. what's the level level yeah floor floor no. floor i think or, it's floor i think that's what they said was it yeah. a floor or just a room room i think it's a room oh okay well they'd have to go through that um and then that's whenever um we do have uh, beth by herself right with ellie Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh uh, well, because the they're out there trying to get the doors open and all that, and trying yeah. to find a way out. The but, old man's trying to get a shotgun, which we right. know that he has a shotgun, which does play a small part later. Later on, comes um, back, and so Beth is with Ellie, and she's like, you know, talking to her. She's like, I can't believe I'm never going to be able to talk to you again. Like you were always the one who basically knew was there for everybody. Like you did everything, and so that's whenever we hear the voicemail going off on Beth's phone, but then it turns into Ellie saying, um, I'm burning in hell. Please save yeah, me. Yeah, she's burning alive. Mm-hmm. And then the phone just cracks, and then we have Ellie twitching, right? Yeah. Her eyes open. And and then she sits up in bed. Mm-hmm. And then Beth is like, what the fuck? But then the kids, and then she starts talking, and then the kids come in um, and are like, um, is it's is mom, mom alive? alive? And then that's when Beth is like, she's burning up. So they get her to the bathtub and try to put ice in it to get her in the water. Um, and then they do end up putting in her, putting her in there and she's like, starts sizzling, doesn't she? Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, oh. she's like kind of thrashing about yeah. and stuff. And then all of a sudden she jumps to the ceiling. She gets out of the water and you can see that the water's boiling beneath her, mm-hmm. which was cool. Um, yeah. and then she, when she jumps onto the ceiling, she then just screams mm-hmm. and then the way she passes out into the water is very much like Jessica falling off the, off bed, the bed in the beginning. Yeah. It was kind of comical, but it then also like, I had to think, oh my God, that water was boiling a second yeah. ago. But I mean, I guess if she's burning up and she's a demon, it's fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It was just the way that her body has like, it's like full control and then just like dead weight just bloop, falls it, out. Yeah. And then we get my favorite line of the movie. Yay! Yeah, because we have mommies with the maggots now. Literally, she's coming up. They're like, "Mom," and that's when she says that. And um, that's whenever she ends up getting out of the water and like running towards Beth and Danny, and they like get out the restroom. They're freaked out, and then we see her come out of the restroom, all creepy like. And she has a shard of glass from the mirror in her and hand. It's a really cool shot that they do with the reflection of the mirror, where you can see Bridget in the background. Yes. With the shard in her hand. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool shot. I like that. Yeah. And uh, she gets out there and she starts to talk to them. And she's, well, not really. She's looking at Danny. She's looking at Beth. And she's like going to go at one of them. And she ends up lunging towards Beth. And as Bridget's, you know, coming out and like yelling at her to stop. But she ends up stabbing Beth in the hand, which yeah. is pretty gnarly. Ouchie. Ooh, because it went through All pretty through. hard. And it's a big shard. And she pulls it back out, and that's whenever uh, Bridget is like, you know, what's wrong with you? What's going on? And she, you know, she's like, um, what did she say? She uh, says, I'm free now. Yeah. Free from all you titty-sucking parasites. Mm-hmm. And ends up attacking Bridget, and she uses the tattoo gun to, like, stab herself. And then she ends up trying to stab, put it onto Bridget, almost gets her eye. And then, yeah, which was scary because yeah. it gives you a nice close-up shot. And I was like, oh, fuck, are they going to do that right now? They didn't. No. The eyeball comes in a second. Yeah, she, <laughs> but she ends up uh, scratching her cheek, um, and then but Danny like it's knocks her out. Poisoned blood. And and Danny knocks her out um, off of uh, Bridget, and then that's whenever we have her kind of like going into the darkness, and then we have Gabe coming in for some reason. Yeah, 
he probably heard all the commotion and that's was right like, they the heard the scream that's right yeah and then he's like what the hell's going on and then she just like attacks gabe yeah she jumps on him and she's like <laughs> i mean gabe was holding Poor his own gabe, with yeah. a whole grown-ass woman on him he but was she, still standing upright but then she ends up just like biting into his face yep and yeah. bites his eyeball out and then she like coughs it up swishes it around in her mouth yeah coughs it up and then coughs it into the little boy's mouth and he ends up choking on this eyeball yeah very which camp. was yeah and gross. even the noise that it makes where it's like yeah and um it's like whenever i i whenever i eat grapes for some mm. reason i like put them in between my lips and then go and i like suck them into my mouth. oh i know what you mean and it makes yeah. like a cool popping sound yeah yeah, yeah. i do it because i like the sound okay and um <laughs> i do it because i like the sound i'm gonna put that on a bumper sticker for you um, <laughs> beep, beep um but that's cool yeah I've, i know what you mean i've done that before yeah sometimes you do it a little too fast when it scares and you because it almost like choke on it yeah i hit you in your uvula and you're yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And so um, we have uh, Gabe, unfortunately, using his eye, getting choked on by the little boy. Then Ellie um, banging her head on the front door trying to get in because Beth just like, you know, basically closed the door shut and left everybody out there with her. And then we have another little boy getting thrown across the room. It looked like his arms were torn off. Yeah. Poor little boy was yeah. wrecked. And then we have her, uh, Gabe, knocking on the door, begging to be let back in. But she ends up slashing his throat. Right there. Uh, I loved and the all keyhole. of these keyhole scenes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so cool. Mm-hmm. It was really really neat and the way you just see his throat get slit and, and it almost looked like you know like whenever in like nightmare before christmas when they cut into the teddy bear's tummy and the cotton just kind of spews yeah, out yeah that's what it looked like his neck did gotcha like his yeah internal, no for sure it was just, just like because mm-hmm, she just did that with, it with wasn't just nails. blood that came out it was yeah. like muscle tissue and mm-hmm. stuff came out too kind of like real life yeah gross. and so then that's whenever we have the older neighbor shooting her with a shotgun but she ends up turning the tables on him and, and being able to drag him down and kill him and so all this is happening and um you know beth is is just like what the fuck and so she tries to go out the outside window but they're way too high up so they can't leave out the window. Yeah, and she was trying to get someone's attention too, but yeah. the rain It's too loud. It was too loud and no one could hear her. So and, and Bridget at this point is also like yelling at Danny, telling him it's his fault that all this is happening and uh, She was like, Don't you think mom looked just like one of the pictures from that book? Mm-hmm. And they yeah, they start fighting and then all of a sudden Bridget like there we flash to a scene of Bridget and Cassie in the living room and Danny kind of went into his room or something mm-hmm. he went away but bridget's yeah. just kind of sitting there and she's acting weird the way that she sits up was very like Ugh. oh hmm. it's the evil dead coming for us don't know if you can hear that but if you can't they can yeah, you do. if i can hear it i think they can hear it yeah it's okay you guys we'll have to talk over it um uh one dollar pickle shots at billy bob's really right now yeah let's run Let's do it. Oh, because of the train. That's yeah. right. I forget that's what they do. And so we have... Um, Jesus Christ. I think we'll just wait. Did you know you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned the bottle around to actually see what's inside. 
When I did, I found out many of my favorite creamers contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, dipotassium phosphate, ew, and artificial flavors. Laird Superfood all started when big wave surfer Laird Hamilton needed morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. He couldn't find anything in the market that met his ingredient standards, so made himself the ultimate plant-based creamer. Laird Superfood started and launched its first product, Original Superfood Creamer, in 2015. Laird Superfoods contain no artificial flavors, colors, or additives, and no sugars from highly refined corn syrup. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel in to your routine. All layered products are also made of all natural whole food ingredients and they are crafted from the highest quality all natural real food ingredients. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code BOO at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. I love smoothies, but I don't love smoothie bar prices. With my Blendjet 2 Portable Blender, I can make smoothie bar quality beverages for a fraction of the price. Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking the whole house. Lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. There are also over 30 plus colors to choose from. I myself chose black because it matches the color of my soul. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to this quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code BOO12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. (laughs) Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, and brain fog. But luckily, there's a solution. Cure! Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes and glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water, powder, and pink Himalayan salt and is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO making it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions or preferences. The packets are convenient and easy to use. Just mix with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need a quick and effective hydration boost. Hydration is more than just drinking water. That's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. Lauren founded Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mixed to make hydrating easy for everyone. Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they use only the highest quality plant-based ingredients and avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. Ready to combat dehydration? Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use code BOO for 20% off your order. Are you tired of the same old boring puzzles? Mix things up with Wongo puzzles. Each puzzle is a custom design with intricate patterns and whimsical shapes that will keep you engaged for hours. Plus, their eco-friendly materials and commitment to sustainability make Wongo puzzles a guilt-free way to unwind. Wongo puzzles are 100% wooden puzzles, meaning they'll last forever. Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsy pieces as you work through it. 
They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. With stunning design and unique shapes, Wongo Puzzles are a cut above the rest. So what are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code BOO and get 10% off of your order. This is the most fun you've had with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to wongo, W-O-N-G-O, puzzles.com and use the code BOO to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Wongo. Okay. Um, yeah. So sorry, guys. At some whoever is editing this, at some point, um, at the hour mark ish, yeah, we, um, had to stop because the train was a little bit loud. So we're coming back in. Bridget got up because she is obviously getting taken over by the Evil Dead possession yeah. monster. And you can tell because mm-hmm. she's acting weird and Cassie's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. And so at the same time that this is going on, we have Danny who was showing Aunt Beth the book and everything that he found. That's um, right. And so that's whenever um, at that same time, because Bridget left Cassie alone, Cassie ends up getting lured by her mom to the front door. Cause she hears like her a singing lullaby kind mm-hmm. of thing. And at the same time, Bridget is looking at her wound and a mirror in the kitchen. She turns on the heat. So that way she, the, you know, flames so she can see. Um, and then Danny shows the records to Aunt Beth and he's telling her, like, I played these and I listened to these. And so that's whenever Aunt Beth is like, okay, this is all pretty weird. And then that's whenever um, the pages in the book start turning. And then we see that uh, the page on the depiction, the caricature ends up looking to what's about to happen to Bridget um, because she ends up having all this black ooze or blood like yeah. coming out of her, her mouth, her nose, eyes, her eyes. Ears, mm-hmm. too. And, and then she like throws up worms or maggots, like black yeah, maggots. Yeah, puking little bugs of sorts. They looked mm-hmm. like little, like almost like roly-polies. Yeah. Um, it was pretty gross. And all at the same time that Cassie was getting lured in and trying to get convinced by the mom to like, you know, it's me. I'm fine. I'm better now. Your dad's your dad here. Is out here. Yeah. Stuff like that. We're getting back together. We're in love <laughs> and stuff like that. And so then she's like, okay. And opens the door. Opens the door. But the mom ends up attacking her and grabbing her. Um, but just in time, Beth is able to like close the door on Ellie and they, you know, are able to separate her and Cassie. Um, and then, you know, Ellie is just yelling at uh, Beth, calling her a groupie and like whatever. She it's... says, open the door like you open your legs, you stinky groupie slut. Yeah. And obviously Beth is like, I'm not a groupie, you psycho bitch. Fucking bitch. And um, she tells the kids to go to the room. But at the same time, um, I'm also thinking like, why aren't we checking on Bridget? But anyways, uh Cassie's like, Stephanie's going to protect us, Danny. It's going to be okay. And Danny looks like, we're fucking screwed. Stephanie can't do shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But then we go to the kitchen because we hear all the commotion. And Bridget is in there and she's chewing on glass. Yep. Beth finds her and mm -hmm. she says, I've got to kill the creepy crawlies I got inside my tummy. I don't like creepy crawlies inside my tummy. Yep. And And she's just chewing on the glass. And I love how you can see the glass going down her throat as she swallows it. And Mm -hmm. like you can see it even like poke through her skin yeah. which was wild pretty gnarly yeah they the did a great job really there good. um and she ends up spitting the glass and blood at beth and beth kind of backs up and beth ends up kind of falling to the floor and this gives time for bridget to like jump on the on the jump because she was on the counter right yeah, yeah she, she like kind of slithers down yeah. onto the floor she like throws her upper body but her lower body's still up on the counter and then she like plops down it was 
it was really kind mm-hmm. of cool. Mm-hmm. Props to the actress because that looked like oh, not her. an easy thing to do. Yeah. And she ends up walking towards her and you, Beth's like backing up and then Beth tries to run out, but she ends up um, just, it's more of a crawl out, my bad. And that's whenever fucking Bridget grabs a cheese grater because Beth throws a cheese grater at her and she catches it in her hand and then just like slams it on her fucking calf and just and drags it down. Cheese grates her calf. Yeah. Ooh, one of the gnarliest scenes in this film. I couldn't imagine the pain that would be no. feel like. No. Because it's like got to be like a thousand tiny paper cuts or something. Yeah. Like, because like, it's just, I, it's, like, pretty I've, superficial. I've cut my hand, my fingers, like, cheese grating before, and that's, like, really fucking painful. Yeah, so but to have like, it done on your whole calf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah, ugh. so that's, that's, like, ten times, like, ooh. And so, you know, obviously, Miss Beth screams. She's trying to get out of the kitchen. Um, and that's whenever we have Bridget coming out of the room, and she starts to attack Danny. Yeah. Uh, because Danny pops up, and then Danny, like, runs to the bedroom, but she bursts through the door, and she runs towards Cassie, and poor Cassie has to defend herself, and Staphne, she turns Staphne around, and it just goes right through Bridget's, Bridget's head. mouth. Yeah. Yep, and, and it goes through, just so that break that we had earlier came in handy, because mm-hmm. it was able, and Staphne did protect them after all. She did, and uh, Bridget just pulls it out, she looks at Beth, and then just kind of flops over, and then we see Cassie's, like, looks just fucking traumatized yeah as she should be yeah and then like beth is like you're gonna be okay whatever nothing's gonna happen and then cassie's like you're gonna be a good mom because you know how to lie to kids yeah because she was like is this a nightmare yeah and then auntie beth was like yep yeah this is all just like a bad nightmare Mm -hmm. and yeah then she says that um and so then we get uh bridget wrapped up because danny thought it'd be a good idea to wrap her up Mm -hmm. which honestly kind of was it was yeah until it didn't until work it didn't work yeah. but that's not on him i mean it's kind of just the evil dead you can't they're pretty hella strong um and so and also like the power of demons because she was floating but anyways um this is whenever beth is like you know what i'm gonna listen to the records by myself because whatever words were on there and started this there might be something on there to help me figure this out and put an end to it so she for i, I still would have put the headphones on and like had them in the room with me like just but she ends up closing the door and leaving them alone. Yeah. Um, and that's whenever we have her listening to the records. And basically we get from Father Marcus that like the other two priests got taken over. All the other priests that tried to help, like the evil spread to them without rhyme or reason. It cannot be destroyed um, because he tried to set it on fire. And then they, the, they danced in the flames and reveled in their evilness. And so yeah. basically he said. Saying the only thing you can do is to keep this book buried mm-hmm. and then run yeah and whenever the and then to take care of like his uh, you know for priests friends and all them who had been taken over he's like the only way he could find to like end it uh all is dismemberment yep yep and so and all the while while that's happening um bridget ellie. gets up behind mm-hmm. them and ellie yeah is crawling through the air ducts like the little kitty did at first i thought she was gonna kill the kitty and then i remembered oh no she's just using the air ducts to mm-hmm. get in mm-hmm. which was even scarier yeah well well no 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 kitty dying would be pretty kitty bad. dying would be pretty scary the kitty never came kitty. into it the never the cat never like i guess cat had one scene. yeah we only got and i guess they gave us that information because they they wanted us to know that people or something could fit up in the ducks for later yeah but i was also kind of let down that a cat never came into the movie yeah. i would have liked to seen kitty not die but seen a kitty seen a kitty more mm-hmm. i mean you get one shot of the kitty yeah and wait the, when there there was it's a little orange kitty you see well, it meowing up there and then she 
looks up at it and that's when she gets the idea oh i just heard it i never saw them uh, yeah ne- it's like a quick flash oh okay it's only up there for like maybe, was, maybe. okay yeah you were probably right taking notes. a note because I, I remember hearing it and that's why i thought she got the idea not that she saw it okay, yeah she my bad. heard it and okay. she could see it um okay. but anyways yes ellie's entering the room through the air ducts and then bridget gets up behind the other two kids mm-hmm. and um she basically corners Danny yeah. and stabs him in the arm. Oh, that yeah. looked like such a painful spot to be stabbed. Yeah, she's got him pinned down as well. Yeah, because yeah. he's like stuck yeah. to the countertop now. And then she just pukes blood on like spews blood onto him. Yeah. And his whole face is covered and he is obviously gets infected with yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of sealed his fate. But yeah. then she also like stabs him in the fucking chest, yeah. which is just like kind of like if he wouldn't have died like well he was dying. I think I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He died from the stab in the chest, but then he got resurrected by the evilness because she puked on him. Yeah. Because we all know that's how it happens. It's like, like the little... blood or the puke. Yeah. Which I which makes me think at the end too because Beth got covered in all that blood, in the blood, and so did whenever, Cassie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, and I wonder if that blood was like more of a an imagination thing, mm. like not really there, but kind of like it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, um, but whenever Beth is putting them into that wood chipper, she gets blood covered all over her mm-hmm. from that. Yeah, and so I was like, because mm, if little homegirl could get, Jessica could get in you know just by like walking over there yeah it gives that they're not home free yeah and i i would love and i don't know what their intentions are but because it's an evil dead rise i would love like some sort of part two yeah content like if there is a sequel for it to be an exact continuation of this storyline yeah it could even give us two it could give us what happened with beth and cassie and also just take off where it ended at the opening and have what happens with jessica and like where and, does she go then yeah. and like yeah and does she take over the world does or it something? spread yeah yeah um but yeah then so <laughs> i love how whenever ellie gets into the room she like makes herself a little speaker oh like, yeah makes herself the <clears throat> like stitch yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> she just like puts her finger on the record and opens her mouth and then yeah. it's like blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. but it was actual like line and, and then words coming out of her mouth beth just thinks that a stab with a screwdriver to the neck it's gonna do it because she just like and then i love how two seconds later we just have beth getting thrown through the fucking um the french doors yeah yeah um and so at this point she's thrown she gets, onto the ground where we can see poor cassie just hiding under the sofa and then danny next to the scissors is obviously dying because he just got fucking stabbed and yeah. he comes out and he's looking at cassie and he's like i'm sorry kathy and he dies in beth's arms um and then that's whenever we have miss ellie coming out um and she's like i will swallow your soul and then she goes two souls mm-hmm. as we hear the little heartbeat of a baby yeah Ugh. and then she starts digging her fingernails into, into her it. abdomen and she says ellie waits in hell for you and your unborn bastard baby yeah and thankfully cassie is underneath the sofa where she had thrown those scissors or kept those scissors earlier so she tosses them over to beth and beth is able to stab ellie in the face pretty gnarly through the nose yeah yeah like gets one of the shears side of yeah. it up her nose Ugh. probably right in the brain 
Yeah. Um, and so that's whenever we have Cassie and Beth trying to make a run for it. They go out. They're trying to go to the um, elevator. They get in the elevator. But at this point, they can't leave because it won't open shop, opening and closing. Um, but that's whenever the mom, Ellie, comes out and she's like, um, I love you. Don't let don't take my baby. Don't yeah, take, she them, goes, take them away from it me. It was kind of a jump scare when she goes, Bethy Boo. Yeah. And like runs at her with both of her arms extended yeah. and was like, Wah. Uh, and she's like, don't they're trying to get me. through the fire escape too. Oh, they were trying okay. to do that part that's first. Right. That's right. And then they were going to shoot it with the shotgun and stuff like that. And so that's why she had the shotgun in her hands and mm-hmm. blows off her leg. And then that's her when arm. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. Arm leg first. And, and then, then the, arm. the arm whenever she's like, oh, whenever the neighbor starts to pull at her. Yeah. yeah. Pulls at her leg. And then uh, this is when they get into the elevator and. She says, everybody here dies by dawn, Beth. Mm -hmm. And then the kids have come out. They're crying over the mom's dead body or not dead, but undead body. Mm -hmm. And then everyone starts chanting dead by dawn. Even all the neighbors and they start to like get together. Um, You can see uh, Cassie gets the keys from uh, out of the doorway. So that way the elevator door can shut. And so that's how they're able to start to lock it up. And then but it's not really working and then that's whenever the it starts filling up with blood yep starts to fill with blood which was pretty nasty looking very um what's the word the shining yeah Um, especially whenever it it drops at the bottom yeah Yeah, i was like how very shining of them and so yeah because we're in there we're getting it full of blood we have then um the same time the mom and bridget and danny are like conglomerating together to make some super beast that we see in the book as the pages turn and then we the have demons them. start chanting no way out mm-hmm. and they start going they go into the ducks and they get into the elevator and that's whenever we have the blood going all the way up and cassie and beth start to like try to see get the, the hatch open. maximum capacity of six people oh, yeah. or 900 pounds or something like that gets exceeded with all that blood and, and so all the people drops. on top yep the and elevator wire snaps and this was when i was like what is it with these <clears throat> elevator movies come yeah. on yeah elevator in these movies and so it just goes all the way to the bottom and that's whenever we have the elevator opening doors opening up and all the blood just spews out we have cassie and beth spewing out um beth comes out immediately checks on cassie thankfully cassie is alive even though she's like am i dead yeah um, i love that when she's so like am fun. i dead and that was hilarious they they try to leave they get out they go to the car and they get in the car and turn it on they try to leave but the, okay and then that's whenever they're stepping on the gas but they end up on like a pothole or like the cracks of whenever yeah they the... get stuck in like the wreckage from mm-hmm. the earthquake yeah the, basically when the ground split um and then cassie looks over her shoulder we see that the double doors are now swinging and she was like it's coming yeah and um then it, they get out i love the shot as like beth puts her head out the window and then we get that first person pov coming up to look into the window yeah. and then they're gone yeah out of the car Happen that was really fast. cool yeah yeah and so then we have them sitting next to the you know on the side of the car trying to get a uh, trying to hide from this monster um because i didn't know what else to call it it's a deadite i guess but so it looks more like a monster but it's a deadite and um they ha- end up getting 
um, seen by it. And so they end up running and they see that the gate is about to, is going up. And so they run to try to make it, but Beth makes it out. But Cassie gets pulled away. Right under the last second. Uh-huh, by the dead eye. And so fuck, she has to get back in there. So she starts kicking in like the gate to get back in as Cassie gets taken to the back of a bus where the wood chipper is. Um, did you see an AUP? I did. <laughs> and so it's like a butterfly or something and so that's they get up this high huh i know that's what i was thinking i was like wow yeah and so that they go to space and so that's whenever we have um cat uh beth getting back in and she's trying to go help um cassie and she thankfully gets there in the nick of time because the deadite grabbed a chainsaw and was about to chainsaw freaking cassie cassie in the head she said all i want is your little head baby girl yeah and then thankfully beth shoots the dead eye but as she does that and gets its attention it fucking throws the chainsaw at her which was terrifying yeah very much so because it narrowly misses her yeah and then it's not even just like her just like ducking down she like has to like throw herself off so she like falls all the way back onto the concrete um and that's whenever we have um the deadite coming after her and, and it turns around to shove her into the wood chipper yeah um but thankfully because we see little what was bridget turn on the her part of the body turn mm-hmm. on the wood chipper and they start like trying to push her in but then thankfully little cassie comes just in time and turns it off yeah and um then uh aunt beth grabs the chainsaw and she's like has this like now power stance mode and it's like this is the turn in the movie and she yells at cassie and she's like turn it on yeah very like her (laughs) voice at first was like so high pitch yeah it's like a shriek yeah as it came out and and turn it on cassie and the she cassie turns back on the wood shepherd and with the chainsaw she's able to kind of like cut into um, the deadite monster body and it's like pushing them back at the same time. And yeah. so their hind legs get sucked into the wood chipper and they're You're getting eviscerated, get, like emulsified. Eat up. And then it's like a little car wash of blood. I love the yeah. scene from inside the car where it just looked like exactly like when you're in a car wash and it yeah. was just blood mm-hmm. spray everywhere down. All over the place. Yeah, it was really cool. All over them. And then she gets that chainsaw and after we've watched it kind of absorb the part of the deadite that was Danny and Bridget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's only Ellie's head that's really left. And, uh, Beth drives that chainsaw through Ellie's head and is just, you know, and all the while Ellie's still like fucking mocking her. her, Yeah. Like you look like mom. You're just like mom. You're going to fuck up just like her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was like, damn bitch. Um, but so it gave no hesitation to Beth to just like fucking neat her into the yeah chainsaw to put machine. the rest of her body the, in the there. She was like, "Just shut up." Yeah, yeah, and then because she's like, because she calls her Betty Boo finally one last time, and she's like, "Only my, my sister, sister gets to call me that." that. Yeah, yeah, and then um, we get Cassie and Beth surviving, and it kind of fades out with a little picture of the family on a roller coaster that was on the little keychain yeah. in the ignition. And then we are back with Jessica on the fifth floor. Mm-hmm. She's getting ready for this trip like nothing happened last night. I love how so, she's even on the phone and she's telling them like, yeah, there was all these loud noises last night. And like, I just couldn't wake asleep. Like, what the fuck? You didn't hear all that shit going on. Yeah. You didn't hear screaming and gunshots. And yeah. she was like, it was a lot of thunder. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe the storm just, was loud enough. Maybe. But I'd, who knows? Yeah. I feel like you could still hear a rifle shot. And so, and so she ends up getting out. Um, and then that's whenever she gets to the garage and she's about to get in the car. We see she's FaceTiming with Teresa. She gets off of it. And then 
like as she's about to leave she fixed the rear view mirror and that's whenever we can see like there's blood everywhere there's a fucking car in the wood chipper all that stuff so she gets out she's taking a look and she's like what the hell happened here and then from all angles we get like the dead, evil dead coming and the pov shot and it like comes right to her and that's, that's the, the end. end of the movie yes it was a good movie. How many boos would you give this movie? I would give The Evil Dead Rise five boos. Five boos? Five wow. boos. Wow. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Tell I me really why. I liked it. I liked it because I really enjoyed the pacing of it. I thought it did well for an hour and 36 minutes to keep everything like in a good way where it didn't feel rushed and the characters felt fleshed out and we got even the like like the the beginning with the kids and the mom we see like this family and we see like it's all very relatable very quickly we grow with them we know who these siblings are we see the mom we very quickly understand who she is because they do such a good lot a job of like they laid out like all the artwork they laid out the the way this house is like I can see this family and who they are, this eccentric artist mom who had probably an eccentric artist husband. And mm-hmm. then how even Beth was like, you and Jay have been here for years, like early, you know, when she was talking about them being there. And then Beth as well. She seemed like such a fully fledged character by us only getting maybe like not even that much backs. We know nothing of Beth. Honestly, yeah. we knew nothing. We only knew that she was pregnant. She didn't want to be necessarily pregnant and that she's an aunt. And had a pretty cool job. That but it made her. us feel like we knew her regardless. But I kind of knew even more of like that character. Like I know like she likes to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Like she's the fun person. She She's a fun aunt. She's, she's a cool aunt <clears throat> who yeah. goes to Thailand and Bangladesh. And has probably nothing that keeps her tied down and like has these very cool stories. But, but loves really hard, you know, and loves them a lot. Um, because she comes back to them all the time. But anyways, we have then like the Deadite and the evilness. And then I loved how like we got to hear Father Marcus on the record. Um, the uh, practical effects and the special effects, everything looked really good. I really liked um, the mom when she was evil. I really liked all the like the the quips and like all the little nods that they had to make it feel comedic like how even in the first evil deads were because even though they are horror movies they have this like sense of comedy infused into Mm -hmm. them um that they're like in on the joke of and um yeah i really enjoyed the like the ending was badass and like i mean it's really sad because it's like you really think about it and it's like did they really survive because they just like literally had to kill their family members yeah so like it's gonna be a lifetime worth of trauma trauma yeah poor cassie yeah especially she's gonna be fucked up that's all i'm saying like there ain't poor girl there's no way she's not gonna be fucked up and so and that's even if they don't have the 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 demons inside inside them them. yeah so it's just it's really cool it's really cool for them to take an original kind of idea from back then and really bring it into now and make it feel like it wasn't forced and like it wasn't like oh this is kind of lame because they're trying to make they're trying to make fetch happen stop trying to make fetch happen you know it didn't (laughs) it felt cool natural and like a re reinvigoration into this to the saga the franchise sorry but that's it that's why i give it five stars interesting i agree and you before you do that can i can i jump in yeah yeah okay 
So uh, I didn't realize you guys were reviewing this one today. Otherwise, I probably would have sat in the room with you. Oh, no. But, um, oh. So, no, 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 you're good. This, uh, you know, I mean, these are my favorite movies, right? Mm-hmm. So The Evil Dead uh, is great, but Evil Dead 2 is my all-time favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I have a fun fact about The Evil Dead 2. That's very nice. I'll go, tell you. Go for it. It says the pizza place is called Henrietta's, a reference mm, to Henrietta yeah. Nobi, the demon in the basement in Evil Dead 2. Yeah, that was the, the, the explorer's wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was a little apprehensive, especially after the first Evil Dead remake. From 2013. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good movie, but it wasn't Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it wasn't the same thing. This feels like Evil Dead. Uh, this feels like a Sam Raimi movie. It feels like, uh, you know, you mentioned the comedy aspects and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It, it's all in there. There is no better way to get rid of people than with a wood chipper. And so, I mean, I, I love that. And um, honestly, kind of like I was thinking, too, that the Deadite and like the yeah. demon, mm-hmm. you know, Ellie herself almost kind of, while it was a much better iteration uh-huh. of it, like practical effects wise, yeah. she almost looked like the original one. She does. Yeah. With the sunken eyes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stretched face kind of thing. Yeah. 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 No, I thought they did a great job. And, and you know, this is probably one of your fun facts and I'll probably screw it up. But no. the guy that directed it, this is all he's ever wanted to do, he said, was make an Evil Dead movie. And oh, so that's cool. to be able to direct something like this, you know, it's coming from a true fan, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that goes a long ways. I mean, you don't want any fan doing it, but a fan that's a good director, great you know yeah um i heard a lot about the cheese grater thing before before i watched it uh i did not go see this in theater i watched it at home um it was originally meant to be an hbo max via direct to streaming yeah but it performed so strongly during the test screenings that the studio decided to release it theatrically instead i cannot imagine that they won't do more of these and i i welcome them because it feels like a fleshing out of the genre or the, the, Mm. the subject matter like you said yeah um like I, I would love for them to bring out like the other volumes yes, and then like yes. incorporate into like a yes. whole storyline. You got it. Yeah. You got it. To see yeah. Each I would of the love books. to do like prequels and the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And did you know? Uh, this, again, it may be one of your facts, but Bruce Campbell is one of the voices on the record. Yeah, I did know that. Okay, good. This is not one good. of the facts that I had, but I did know that. Well, it's not as fun as you had said, but uh, but yeah, he's he's one of the guys on the record screaming or whatever. So it's not like you're going to be able to tell who he is or anything. But but they brought him back in that way. Yeah, I just I think it was handled really well. And these people that are out there that are like, yeah, but what about the time shift and blah, blah, blah. Nah, screw you. This is a big cartoon. You know, that's mm-hmm. all Evil Dead was ever meant to be was a big cartoon. And so if somebody gets hurt in one scene, they come back the next thing, they're all healed. You know, that's whatever. That's yeah. great. Because yeah. nobody else is doing that. You know, nobody does that. So um, I give it five uh, booze, five stars, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> because right. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good, and it, it exceeded my expectations. Oh, that's so. awesome. That's yeah. good. All right, now back to your regularly scheduled show. Yay. And did that you have another from fun Mike fact? the God. Yes, Yes. Um, director Lee Cronin, Cronin mm-hmm. stated in an interview that 6,500 6, liters or a of the blood. 17, uh, 1,720 gallons of fake blood were used for the movie. Wow. Um, and then to get into character of the alternate personality, actress Alyssa Sutherland, who played Ellie, mm-hmm. took inspiration from Jim Carrey's performance as Stanley Ipkiss in The Mask. The Mask, yeah, yep. I can see that. And then the film opens with the sound of a fly. This is the same exact sound used throughout different entries, dating all the way back to the original in the franchise and has become a tr- tradition to appear at least once. Well, that's cool. In all the films. Yeah. So 
those are some cool ones well, that I thought. Uh, like Mike said, it's really awesome too to have someone who loves the films and the series to like take um, the helm and to be able to play such homage to like the originals to, and yeah. not like really just like trash or like walk. shit all over. Yeah, like they really take it with like a huge like, well, this is a big responsibility. Like I want to, you know, live up to it or yeah. make it better if not. Because then like, what's the point? If not to add or make it better. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think... 2.5 no <laughs> no i'm debating whether or not to give it a five now just to make it an easy easy nice round five um i did really enjoy this movie and i enjoyed it much more on the second watch having watched the original now i still haven't seen evil dead 2 so i know now that dad now now that dad dad dead and dad coming so now dead that dad. mike talked about two we should probably watch two yeah, we should. We and then should we can have him too. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's do that for one of our Halloween movies. We'll do it. Listen request from Mike. Listen request from Mike. We'll do it. Um, yeah, I'll just go ahead and give it a five as well. My original thought was like a four or four point five. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Talking through it, I really appreciate all the thought that went into it. Mm-hmm. All of the little, like we said, Easter eggs and nods that were throughout everything. It's so clever, and I love when a film can do that. And I love when a film, just like we love the Scream franchise, as Josh mm-hmm. Cradles, his baby ghost face that finally came in the mail for mm-hmm. us. Um, <laughs> we love when a movie can be in on the joke. And yeah. that's what these films do, and they do a wonderful job of that. Man, her spit in that eyeball into that kid's mouth. Ugh. Hilarious, dude. <laughs> hilarious like yeah. and then the midst of like all the chaos happening because she's literally ripping a dude's face off she's literally killing kids so the fact that you can find some levity in the fact that like she's literally killing a child but like she, sh- still... she made him choked on the eyeball that's and, funny and that's yeah. hilarious yeah. yeah no that is great and um the practical and mm-hmm. special effects all the effects in this film were just next level like they the bloody, the absolute gore in this film was so well done mm-hmm. and all so believable. Like none of it, none of it yeah. made me question like, ooh, Just that looked look really fake. fake. Like, like that fake blood from Smile. Yeah, but like the blood coming in through the elevator and stuff, the mm. way it, it looked so viscous. Yeah. And it was so red and... Oh, and I even love the shots whenever to add on to that, whenever... Uh, Beth was in the garage and we have those last moments with the witch up and the blood is all over her. Like it, it looks so... Like it looks like editorial. Like she could have been. Those were shots for a magazine. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like no, the yeah, way some she, bits of it. Where yeah. I was like, like damn. She's like still, how how is she still looking pretty? How she hot but covered in blood? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. even Cassie, she looked like a cute little innocent girl just covered in blood. Like the way they got it on them was so like perfect. I don't know. Yeah, they did mm-hmm. a great job. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'll give it a five as well for mm. 2023's Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. Yes. So, as always, we are in the lovely Rogue Media Network studio. That's right. They take great care of us. And you can listen to us or all of the other amazing podcasts on this network all in one central place. And that is at RogueMediaNetwork.com. And then you can also listen to us on any of your streaming platforms that your little heart desires. Uh, But the biggest two are Spotify and also Apple. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's right. And then also word of mouth. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Tell your scream plushies. Tell your scream popcorn tubs. Tell whoever you can tell. Your drinking cups. Ghostface just talked to you through the microphone. Rub his face on it.
as Ghostface. But you can, yeah, word of mouth, tell your friends. And so that way we can show up in more people's feeds. Um, And then, yeah, if you want to reach out to us, let us know what films you want us to cover for the Halloween season. Um, Remember, we come out with two episodes a week for that. So uh, coming right in the corner, coming right around the corner. Let us know what you want to be covered. Slide in our DMs. And you can do that on our one social media platform, which is Instagram at boobays podcast and that's at b-o-o-b-a-e-s because we're your boobays not your boob babes that's right and next time we're actually covering the nun the nun finally after you know telling you we were going to do that three episodes ago <laughs> um we'll be covering the nun in uh, in <clears throat> What what is the, the word I'm thinking of? Oh, what do you mean? In preparation. In preparation of the Nun Two. The Nun Two coming out September 9th? Yeah, I believe so. Either eighth or ninth, but it's coming up. It's gonna be in the next week. Yeah. So um, So it'll be the week that our episode drops. So it'll be the eighth. The yeah. Eighth. So our nun episode will come out the fifth and nun two will come out the eighth. So if you um haven't seen it or if you need a refresher you can listen to our episode so you can go into the nun to fully knowing everything that happened that's right yes and because um, it is a direct sequel um yeah i'm excited i've mm-hmm. never seen the nun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i'm excited to watch it and, and then... it's got taisa farmiga it's got a bunch of good people in it oh cool actors. yeah yeah be um, excited so yeah. to go watch it so um, until then until next time you guys bye bye This has been a Rogue Media Network production.